Welcome to the first episode of the Gains by Pat podcast. I'm extremely excited to get this started back up. A couple quick funny stories before I get into the topic of today's podcast. I figured the first ever podcast I did uh, starting this up would be talking about my own personal fitness journey, why and how I got started. Basically, my journey from when I first ever knew about fitness, knew it's what I wanted to do, knew it was one of my passions, uh, and pretty much my entire kind of journey from when I started all the way up until uh, the present date, but for a few first uh, couple things here. So uh, first, the reason that this podcast is started and got going, a couple reasons. One, I had a podcast that I was doing in like 2019, fall of 2019, and really enjoyed doing it. I feel like I can talk forever uh, about fitness and I can just talk forever in general. Like I just like talking. And uh, so I was like, oh, podcast is great. It's 2019. Uh, around this time, I'd been posting, I'd been trying to get like my fitness content and account and personal brand to be great growing and uh, via Instagram that was not happening. And this was like 2019, like fall of 2019. I was like, oh, I'm gonna start podcasting because I can talk, I can interview different people, I can talk about fitness. It's a way to grow my brand. And I did it for about seven to eight episodes and loved it. And uh, I I think my podcast back then was called the Fitness Journey Podcast. So if you ever want to go and look that up, uh, feel free to. But uh, anyway, I knew that eventually I wanted to get back into the podcast space in 2019. uh, Around that time, I'd put out eight, nine episodes but then that's when TikTok started to get really popular. And that's when uh, I first joined TikTok and got on TikTok and started putting out content there uh, because Gary V, if you know who that is, he puts out a lot of different like entrepreneurial um content that talks about how to basically grow your personal brand. That's what he was really focusing on at the time uh, and doing that for a while. So when he was like, yo, TikTok is the next thing. If you want to grow your personal brand and you're struggling doing it on Instagram. And I was like, say no more, Gary V. I'm going to jump down on uh, TikTok, downloaded it, started posting. And it was, TikTok was crazy back then. Like now, and it's a little bit tougher to grow your account and like get views and all that kind of stuff. Like I feel like TikTok kind of like corny a little bit now. Um, the videos that do well are just like, it, it's interesting. TikTok's in a very interesting space in 2022 compared to 2019 when I first joined. In 2019, if you put out any valuable content whatsoever, it would get like 10,000 views in a matter of like five minutes. Like I remember I was putting out fitness videos on TikTok and it was just me like doing, a, it was like best back exercises and it was like one arm dumbbell rows, lat pull downs, pull ups, and it was going bananas, like going crazy. Like, And I was putting out the same content on Instagram at that point in time and I'd get like, 15, 20 likes on a post. So then when TikTok, when I started seeing this traction on TikTok, like I, I, on Instagram, I had been posting consistently on Instagram for like two years and only, I, I say only, still was amazing nonetheless, but um, had gained like 500 followers from my posts on Instagram in a matter of two years. And then on TikTok, in a matter of literally like a week and a half of posting consistently, I gained a thousand followers. So the podcast went to the wayside. TikTok was the main focus and has been. And then I got, uh, you know, was posting on Instagram consistently too over the last two to three years, uh, but really was hammering home with TikTok and Instagram during that time, sprinkled in some YouTube in there. Uh, but anyway, I knew podcasting was something that I could do, and it's something that's all things considered relatively flexible. You literally just get a, a microphone, start recording, and uh, you're off to the races. And shout out to different uh, different kind of apps. You can you can literally just record, and it, it distributes the, your, uh, your podcast to, to all the different platforms, Spotify, Apple, all that action. So it's a lot easier to do compared to like a YouTube video where you got to sit down, plan it out. You got to edit it out. You got to make sure the thumbnail looks good. You got to make sure the editing looks good. You got to add text to the screen. Um, All that kind of stuff makes it a little bit more challenging and just time consuming compared to a podcast where you just start press record and uh, you start talking. So uh, long, long and the short of it, I knew I wanted to get back to podcasting. And then 
uh, one of my good friends in the fitness space, Eric Roberts. So uh, he, I'm, I'm assuming, if you know who Eric Roberts is and you follow his page, you know he has a very, very phenomenally well done podcast that he does and records episodes of very frequently. He's been doing that for years now. He's um, he's amazing. He's a savage. Uh, anyway, I've been I've been close with him for about two years now, coming up on two years. We were both posting relatively similar fitness content, like just like telling, like you know, explaining fitness concepts in a simplified way uh, and pretty much just like a no bullshit approach to it. And so me and him connected through social media. We'd been seeing each other on TikTok and then we followed each other on Instagram and then jumped on a FaceTime. This is like fall of 2020. Jumped on a FaceTime and like immediately hit it off. Like, you know, some of those people where like you have a conversation with them and you're like, damn, we're super like-minded, uh, just like vibe super well. I hate using the word vibe, but like we just vibe super well. And I uh, had like an hour plus conversation on FaceTime, just obviously are in the same industry, same business. We both coach people, um, both kind of approach business and fitness in the right way. Um, in a roundabout way, we both have the same like mentors and people that we looked up to in the fitness space. Shout out to Jordan Syed. Um, Eric has worked with him like directly as far as like learning business stuff. Um, and like, you know, has learned a lot from him and like Mike Vacanti. And then I wasn't working directly with them. Um, but like I would watch all of their content and like a lot of how I kind of put out content initially. And even now was like based on what I learned from, uh, Jordan Syed and Mike Vacanti. So me and Eric just saw very super eye to eye with that. Uh, and then anyway, so me and Eric had never met in person before. We had talked on FaceTime multiple times, stayed in contact, uh, had talked about meeting up, getting a workout in, me going out to where he lives uh, and vice versa. Anyway, we ended up uh, grabbing dinner. This is probably two weeks ago now, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago now, uh, currently recording this July 2022 uh, in about mid-June. So he, he had told me he was going to be out in Florida. Um, so got dinner, great conversation, talked about business, talked about life, talked about so many different things. And uh, he he was like, bro, like I think your one missing thing with your business is a podcast. He was like, you have a lot to talk about. Uh, and it's a way to connect with people on a more deeper level and talk about concepts more in depth that you can't, that we can't do just in a, a TikTok video or an Instagram video. And he was like, bro, I think like, you would do super well. And coming from him, he's again in the podcast space, like within the fitness space, like he's a savage. He's, he, he's amazing at what he does just overall. Um, and I respect so much. I respect him so much as a person in his business. And then also just like him as far as the effort he puts into social media and helping people on a regular basis. So when he said that, I was like, damn. And then we were kind of wrapping up dinner and he was like, yo, actually, I challenge you to do one podcast episode a week. And I was like, bet, say no more. I'm in. I'm doing it. And so uh, Eric puts out like three, three episodes a week. Uh, I'm going to start out. He, shit, he might put out more than that, honestly. That dude, again, is a savage. I'm going to start out with one. I got a lot going on right now that I'm trying to balance out. Uh, I'm going to start, start out with one episode and kind of go from there. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Eric for inspiring me. Shout out to, uh, uh, I guess, TikTok for getting me off of podcasting because that did grow my business a lot and grow my brand a lot. But I'm excited to be back in action and doing it. So with that being said... Moving forward, expect one episode per week. The game plan for the next month ahead is to do one episode a week and then just kind of build on that. But they can definitely commit to one episode a week. Like I said, can uh, can record at any time, anywhere, and kind of rock and roll from there. So with all of that being said, thank you for listening to the entire backstory of, uh, of why and how and the podcast journey. And uh, now let's dive into my own personal fitness journey. So I, I do think that it's it's interesting kind of hearing how and why people get started with fitness, uh, especially, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I've been 
pursuing my fitness goals and have been super consistent with my fitness goals for 10 to 15 years. Um, so I think when you kind of understand like why someone gets into it, what got them started, uh, what their different motivations are along the way, I think that can give you kind of some perspective as far as like, you know, what it takes to be consistent. And then also I think it, it can just help give you more of a background of me. So, um, you know, as I'm making content, as I'm making, you know, posts on the podcast, uh, it can kind of just give you a little bit of perspective, kind of my journey and kind of, you know, what I've kind of been through along the way, fitness wise, as it relates to life. So, let me dive right in from the very beginning. Basically, what I'm going to do is talk about where, when I first got into fitness, um, and then, like I said, every stage and step of the journey, and kind of what my why and motivation was along the way. So, uh, first things first. I grew up extremely, extremely skinny. I was super active, loved playing sports, loved playing basketball, but like in middle school was super, super skinny. I was like 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, um, when I got to freshman year of high school, I was like 5'2", five, 5'3", five, and like 98 pounds, like just super skinny all throughout uh, growing up. Uh, in middle school, I, I like loved basketball so much and I love LeBron, like loved Kobe. And I would always see videos of them like working out like with their basketball, like doing like basketball skill work and then in the weight room and stuff like that. And so that was kind of ingrained in my head. I was like, damn, I look up to these guys. Like I need to, I want to, I want to like work hard like they do and like get in workouts like they do. So I remember one summer when I was in middle school, this is like the first time that I even like thought about working out in a way that wasn't like just going and playing pickup basketball with friends. Um, I uh, I was like, I'm going to start like going for a run in the morning and like doing pushups and stuff. And um, so I remember, I remember I like looked up different stuff on the internet. This was like seventh, eighth grade me when like the internet, I just started learning how to like use it essentially. Actually, I used like AIM and like AOL and all that stuff when I was a little bit younger. So I've been using the internet for a little bit, but um, I was like, I was, I was well versed in knowing how to Google something. So I was like how to get in shape or like how to build muscle. And there's just some like random workout program that showed up and I started doing it and it was just like push-ups and sit-ups and like burpees and stuff like that. I was a middle schooler doing this in my room uh, in my mom's apartment. And uh, so I did that. And then that, the, that fall, so this was like seventh grade, I started doing that just because I was like, oh, I want to like start building some muscle and working out and doing something that's kind of similar to LeBron and Kobe. It was funny, but I was still just like crazy, crazy skinny. Obviously, I didn't know anything about nutrition. I didn't know what any of that meant, what it consisted of. But I just like kind of had this like itch to do it. And um, then uh, going into my eighth grade year, my mom joined like Lifetime Fitness, like a nicer gym. She got me a membership. They had like a basketball court there, had like a weight room and everything. So I would go there to like work on basketball stuff. Um, cause I love basketball, was super, super into it, wanted to get better. Um, but I was like, I should probably, I, I, again, I knew that I should focus on lifting, but again, I just had no idea what to do. I'd go in like, I was like an eighth grader and just went and did like curls. Like I had no clue what I was doing, but I was like, oh, I should be lifting weights cause I'm super skinny and need to get strong. Uh, at least a little bit. Anyway, that year, my eighth grade year, I ended up not making the basketball team at the school I went to. So it was a, a big school in Cincinnati, Ohio called Mason High School or Mason Middle School, I guess at the time. They had like two teams. It was like the A and B team. Your boy got cut from completely from any team. Got cut from the middle school team. I was like the most devastated I've ever been in my entire life. Like literally was like sobbing. Like I was so distraught, so sad. Um, like just loved basketball, loved all of that. Uh, but honestly, that ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. So I, the rest of that year, honestly, I didn't really work on basketball. I didn't work on staying in shape. Like I did not care whatsoever about anything. Um, I knew I wanted to play basketball like in high school, but I just didn't think it was going to be possible. Like if you get cut from the eighth grade team, like once you go to high school, unless you 
you know, grow like a foot and uh, all that, then it's probably just not going to happen. So I was like, probably took like three, four, five months where I just didn't care about anything related to basketball, being in shape, anything. Then uh, my dad, he he's a high school sports writer and he knows how much I like basketball. He grew up playing. That's how me and him like honestly connected in a lot of ways growing up was through sports. And so he knew that going into high school, like if you're not playing a sport and you're just like hanging out, normally you kind of get into bad stuff. Like some of the people I knew in middle school that were not playing a sport, not getting into the best thing. So he was like, I feel like I should give my man, me, an opportunity to like play sports uh, in high school. So anyway, um, he, I, I was living in Cincinnati at the time. He had offered uh, for me to come live up in Columbus and um, you know, just be in that setting where uh, I, I could possibly go to a school that was smaller uh, and be able to like actually make the basketball team and work on sports and like be a, you know, kind of be active outside of uh, like school and kind of have an extracurricular activity. Um, and looking back on it now, it was great because had I not done that, I probably wouldn't have continued even caring about fitness or working out or anything. Um, so anyway, I moved up to Columbus. It was the summer going into my freshman year. Again, for the, the previous five months, I had not cared about fitness whatsoever. I was crazy skinny. Again, going into that freshman year of high school, I was no exaggeration, 5'2", 98 pounds, like the skinniest, skinniest kid ever. I'll post some kind of transformation at some point, like on my Instagram or TikTok, but I was crazy, crazy skinny. Uh, anyway, I, I had played summer basketball with a team I was going to, the high school I was going to go to in Columbus. It's Gahanna High School. If you're familiar whatsoever, want to look it up. Gahanna Lincoln High School. Still a pretty big school, honestly, but had a chance to like make the freshman team. And um, so I played summer ball, but I was like the smallest guy on the team. I could shoot pretty well. Um, at that point in time, I could shoot pretty well. But again, was just so small and like needed to put on size and get stronger and get in better shape. Uh, and then I met one of my best friends and still to this day, one of my best friends of all time, Austin Rutherford, he lived down the street from me. He was my neighbor. And, uh, that dude worked out like he had a trainer. He was working out so much with basketball and like doing pushups and like in the gym and all that kind of stuff. And so right then and there, I was like, yo, if I'm going to actually make the basketball team and like want, want basketball to be a part of my life. Cause that was my main, main passion. I was like, I need to be working out with this guy. Cause he was like one of the best players on the freshman team, worked super hard. Um, and I was like, I need to kind of just like latch on to him and like whatever he, he is doing, I'm going to do whatever he does. So I remember the first like basketball workout I did, it was like a bunch of just like high intense, like basketball workouts, uh, like ball handling drills, shooting drills, stuff like that. Yo, I literally passed that. Like I didn't pass out, but I almost passed out. I was like, I, I couldn't get through the whole workout. It was like an hour and a half workout. I had to stop like 50 minutes in literally could not do it. I was so out of breath. Um, just everything. I was just like weak. It was, it was bad. I was like, yo, I, I got to change this. So continued working out with him every day. There wasn't really any like lifting involved, but it was still just like putting in the effort every single day. I was like, all right, I know if I actually want to make the basketball team, like I, that was like my main passion. And then it was like a camaraderie type of thing. And like a, a place where I like spit, it was like social time for me at that point in time. Like I, I knew that I needed to work hard to make the team and get better at basketball, but also like it was like they, him and then another one of our friends, Trey, um, that was my only friends I had in Columbus at that time when I first moved up to Columbus. So I was like, yo, this is like a chance for me to hang out with my, my new friends uh, and also get better at basketball. So 
kept working out with them throughout the fall. And then once uh, basketball workouts had started at like the actual high school, uh, this was this is probably the best person that I ever met in my entire life. So Coach Amerson, he's the strength and conditioning coach at Gehanna High School. Again, I was 5'2", 98 pounds. I, I had the mindset after like a month of working out with Austin, just like in the summer that I needed to work super hard with everything I was doing related to basketball and like show coaches that I actually cared and like wanted to be on the team and would do anything to make it happen. So I... Uh, was in a lot better shape at this point in time but as it relates to like actually lifting and like how strong I was I was the smallest guy still like we were working out with like uh the seniors on the team so like I was a 14 year old that was like literally a a twig like just super tiny look like I probably could have been like sixth grade and then you got these 18 year old dudes that are like six two six three six four that are like built and uh again like 18 like they're like grown men compared to me for sure And so we were doing these basketball workouts and I was just like, yo, I'm just going to work as hard as I possibly can. And, you know, it's a group of 30, 40 guys that are, you know, trying out for the basketball team, trying to make the team. And uh, Coach Amerson, he, uh, this guy, he played football at West Virginia, just like a huge, he's like 6'2", 6'3", just jacked, super, super jacked, like just swole as hell. And uh, he like called me out. Um in a positive way. Like there are other guys on the team not working hard. It's one of these lifting workouts that we were doing, conditioning workouts we were doing. And I was just like busting my ass. Like do I I was pushing myself like more than I ever had. I was like, nah, I'm about to work hard. I'm like about to make the team. Like I'm not having that same feeling I had uh, in middle school of not making the team. Like I literally do anything to make this team. And uh, so I was working super hard, like just pushing as much weight as I could, like going all out with every like running sprinting drill. And he like called like seniors out and like juniors out that were like on varsity and on the team already for years that were like really good players. He was like, this is pathetic. Like y'all aren't working hard at all. He was like, we got this little peanut right here talking about me. He was like, we got this little peanut right here working harder than all of y'all. And he was like, he was like, peanut. He was like, I'm going to start calling you that. He was like, Peanut, keep working hard, man. Show these guys how it's done. And like ever since then, me and him were homies. And he like, he like, like hype me up. He'd be like, man, I see you getting stronger. I see you doing your thing. And like just that boost of confidence, like made me have a positive relationship with fitness. I was like, I was like, damn, like that's dope. Like I'm working super hard with this. And this guy like recognizes my hard work and like the, the effort I'm putting into this right now. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. So like I was, I was needing to work hard because I wanted to make the team, but I was even more excited to just show up every day. Cause I was like, damn, this guy that I really respect and is like jacked and like this guy that's just like super like someone to look up to like you respect a lot just based on his like demeanor and like his career playing football and just like how he approached everything um I was like damn like if I got this guy's respect like I want to make sure I I keep it and keep like living up to what he just said in this like one random workout day so I kept working super crazy hard um I ended up making the the freshman basketball team barely barely there's like 15 12 12 or 15 guys that made the team I think it was 12 and uh, somehow barely made the team. Um, and, and that was honestly the best thing that ever happened to me. Like moving up to Columbus, uh, I, I think getting cut from the, that basketball team my eighth grade year, like pushed me to be like, all right, bro, you need to really work hard. And I never want to have that feeling again where like, I feel like I couldn't, because like I, I was working on it on basketball and lifting and all that kind of stuff, but I wasn't pushing myself nearly as hard as I, as I could have. So I, I knew that I needed to work really hard. I was the skinniest person, like just the smallest, skinniest dude, like the entire time. And I was like, yo, if I actually want to make this happen, I got to really work 
hard with it. So ended up making the team. That was like the best year, best thing that ever happened to me. After freshman year of basketball, um, I knew still that I needed to get in even better shape. I was like, if I wanted to keep making the team at this school, like I really need to keep getting stronger, keep putting on muscle, keep getting in even better shape. Like that's the way I'm going to make the team. And so that, that spring, me and Austin just on our own were like, hey, Coach Amerson, like will you put together like a lifting program for us to do and we'll come in here like every day. And he was like, yeah, for sure. So he put together a lifting program for us. Um, at this point in time, I was like bench pressing, no exaggeration, maybe 55 pounds, like barbell. There's a five on each side. That's like the max I could do. I was squatting 85 pounds, like was the weakest, like just super, super, like not, not strong at all. And uh, so he put together this program. Me and Austin worked out three, four days a week, did lifting stuff. I remember the first day I bench pressed. It was in the spring of 20. Uh, 2009 spring of 2009 first day I bench pressed 100 pounds was the most exhilarating exciting day of my life I will never forget that moment I still I'm like envisioning it right now as I'm talking about it but I was so geeked up I was like I'd started to put on a little bit of muscle I started growing a little bit I was like five four like 110 pounds and uh I remember bench pressing 100 pounds for the first time it was a 25 and a two and a half on each side I was like bet we made it pat I was like we're strong as hell now (laughs) Anyway, I, I like kept working really hard with the lifting side of things and like liked it, but it was it was more so just because like I knew I needed to get better at basketball. It wasn't entirely because I was like super gung ho on lifting. It was mostly still basketball at that point in time, but I liked the process of like getting a little bit better and pushing myself. Um, and then after freshman year, my dad again he was like he was like all right. He kind of saw the writing on the wall and he was like I I can tell that. You know, Pat now like works really hard with basketball. He has some skills. He's pretty good. But the school I was at, Gehanna, there is there is four guys that were a grade ahead of me. That th- four guys that were one or two grades ahead of me that all ended up playing Division One basketball, and they were all guards. Uh, shout out to Stevie Taylor, Rob Brandenburg, Anthony Jackson. Who else was the other? Jamel Jamel Morris actually. Uh, he he played in like the D League for a little bit. He was a savage. He didn't go D one, but he he should have, could have. Um, he, he I think he probably went like furthest of any of those guys, like as far as like potentially getting to the NBA. But there was just so much talent on that team, and like I was not gonna play. Uh, until maybe my senior year. And that was even if I kept making the team and if I kept growing and like, it was just, it was going to be tough. So my dad, again, he was a high school sports writer and he knew some different coaches around the area. And so he, there's a school, a smaller school that was probably 20 minutes from where he lived. And uh, he, you know, talked to the coach, kind of figured out how it could work if I transferred out there. Uh, a school called Johnstown, about 20 minutes outside of, 20, 25 minutes outside of Columbus, kind of in the suburbs, um, kind of like a farm town, I guess you could say at that point in time. It's getting built up a lot now um, with some different stuff going on. But at that time, just like a super small town. And uh, so anyway, I ended up transferring out there. And like basketball was my main, main, main focus. So I, I, I still was lifting here and there and kind of maintaining some of the strength I had. But like I was working so hard on just like my ball hand ability like shooting just like everything to try to be uh, the best player I could and um, so for about two years like my, my sophomore junior year playing basketball I, it was mostly just like focusing on basketball again like I do enough to maintain my strength but I wasn't really trying to get that much stronger my sophomore and junior year I was about five nine I grew a lot that summer I was <laughs> relatively a lot um, I was five nine like 130 140 pounds so like still wasn't that big but had put on a little bit of size and like matured a little bit 
uh, but it was still just like crazy, crazy skinny. And so junior year, I, I started on varsity and it was, it was, it was solid. I was okay. Uh, but I was like, all right, I know I need to keep getting a lot stronger if I kind of want to take this next step. I had a goal and like dream of mine to like play college basketball for a year. Uh, not for a year. I had a goal and dream of playing college basketball. I, I, that, that we'll talk about college basketball in a second, but I had this goal of playing college basketball and I knew that I needed to get stronger and keep working on my skill work. Um, so anyway, going into my uh, senior year of high school, that spring of, of junior year and summer going into senior year, I spent so much time in the weight room and then also a ton of time like working out for basketball. Like I I was just so dedicated to trying to get to this next goal of like being the best player I could be senior year and then playing in college. So I, um, I literally four days a week, I'd go lift uh, and work out in the morning before school. I'd get lifts in and then I'd work out with, I'd do basketball workouts afterwards. And then once the, the, the summertime came, I would like work. Actually, I'd go, I'd go like a lift in the morning. I'd go to work. And then at night I'd like work on basketball. Like I was a fiend. Like I loved just like the process of getting better. I was like, I want to become the best version of myself. I was like, I know that because previously I'd worked hard and like ended up making the team. I had worked hard with my basketball skills and got better uh, and eventually like started on varsity. So I was like, all right, this is like the next step you got to take. You got to work really hard with this stuff right now. And if you put in the work, um, then it's going to lead to progress. And even if it's not like, th- this is like one of the most valuable lessons I think I gained from sports in general too, is like, it's not going to be an overnight thing where just overnight you become this like amazing basketball player. You become the strongest person. It's like, yo, you got to put in the effort every single day. And then, you know, over time, you're going to, you're going to develop your skills and you're going to be able to, you know, shoot, um, shoot a three pointer and make, you know, five out of 10 threes, seven out of 10 threes, free throws, same kind of thing. Like, uh, ball handling skills like it's not just a you know you put in effort one day and then you know you you are immediately Kyrie Irving or Allen Iverson and can handle the ball super well uh, and same kind of thing like um, applies with fitness like you gotta you gotta know that um, it, and that's what it kind of helped as I got into fitness as I got older is that like I knew that it wasn't something where I could just do one day and it like immediately I would make a ton of progress. Like it's, con- it's a continuous effort kind of thing. And also something with basketball, if you've ever played basketball is that like when you're dribbling and shooting, there's like a certain touch to it. And if you take even like one, two, three days off and then go back to shooting and playing basketball, like it feels off. Like you got to like gain your rhythm back and you got to get your shot back. And it just, it, it feels weird. It takes time. So I would literally work on basketball every single day because I didn't want to take time off. And then I go back to playing and it just feel like foreign to me and me like completely suck. Like I needed to be working at it every single day to feel comfortable and confident with myself. And so I think that was another skill. And I'm just now realizing this as I'm talking about it, but that was another skill I like gained and learned when I actually got into fitness and lifting and made me super consistent, I think more than a lot of people are like realized they need to be is because with basketball, I was, I was mega consistent. Like I would not miss a day because I was like, yo, I refuse to go to the gym one day and be playing against someone and like shoot an air ball or like not be able to handle the ball or just like feel like not confident in my skills. So I'd do it every single day. So anyway, going into my senior year of high school, I was, I was starting to get into the gym more, started to lift more, was working really hard. That summer was going to a lot of different basketball camps and like was starting to talk to like college coaches because I was like playing pretty well at that point in time. Uh, and then going into my senior year, I actually got hurt at one of those camps. I like broke, I, I didn't break, but damn near almost broke my like ankle or like, it was like, actually I did. I part, Actually, I partially fractured like the bone 
one like right above my ankle, like that leg bone right there, like the smaller leg bone, partially fractured it. I had to be in a boot for like four to six weeks and couldn't do anything basketball related. So I would literally just be lifting weights and that was all I could do or would do. I'd like do some ball handling drills, just like stationary, do some like stationary shooting drills, but like couldn't do anything super active. So I was just lifting and eating and like in a matter of, you know, I was already putting on size and I remember, uh, I remember that summer, even that summer before I got hurt, I, I would be going to these basketball camps where we had like scrimmages against teams and I'd like have my shirt off and I'd like see my reflection in the mirror. Like after I'd been lifting and getting stronger, putting on muscle and I was like, damn, I like how I look. And I remember there's one time I'll never forget this moment. This is like the moment where I, I like kind of fell in love with like liking how I looked um, <laughs> and like wanting to work on fitness because I liked how I looked and I like got attention from it. I was uh, I was at this scrimmage. It was, it was going into senior year of high school and it was at some, I don't even know what high school it was, but there's like girls from the high school, like in the stands there. And so I had like taken my shirt off after the scrimmage and like I, I had a little bit of ab definition and like was kind of cut up, especially for a high schooler, but I just didn't think much of it. And I remember this girl like just eyeing me up like super, super hard. And I was like hold up wait a minute I've never had someone look at me like that before and then I was like ah it's probably because I'm in shape like I got ass popping right now and so ever since then in my head I was like yo that was like a bit, another kind of big reason why I was like oh I kind of like this like kind of you know just like attention from it and uh, it made you feel it made me feel good I was like oh the work I'm putting into this like people are noticing and like obviously was trying to get girls in high school and like was into women so I was like yo this is dope and uh so it was like a combination of both basketball and like wanting attention from from women at that point in time from from girls and so um going to senior year like I said got hurt uh ended up uh you know working out a lot lifting a lot actually kind of learned a little bit more of like what exercises to do is kind of a little bit more balanced I would do some chest work some um some like some back stuff some shoulder stuff like I'd mix it in and be somewhat balanced um and uh, we do legs every now and then, but nothing crazy. I just didn't really know what I was doing there. So I focused on upper body a lot, which like looking back, I should have done more legs just basketball wise. It would have been more beneficial. But I ended up going to my senior year. It was like I had, had a good amount of muscle for a senior, a senior and a senior in high school especially someone that played basketball, uh, senior year of basketball, like went pretty well, uh, was solid. Um, could have been better. I like, could have, could have definitely went a little bit better just as far as like how I played like, the first part of the year played really well. Second part of the year was in eh. And then, um, anyways, ended up getting a chance to play college basketball, had a couple of different coaches that were interested in me, knew I worked super hard, knew I loved the game. Uh, it was like small division three schools. One of them was Bluffton up in like Northwest Ohio. I almost went there and then I ended up, I ended up going to Muskingum, which was a smaller school in like the middle, the Eastern part of Ohio, just like directly East of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and had like some friends that I had known growing up in like around Columbus area that also played basketball that were going there to play basketball. So I was like, oh, I'll bet like this is like perfect kind of situation opportunity. I know some of the guys. And uh, so anyway, that summer going into freshman year, i same kind of grind and mindset I had before. I was just like super, super into, you know, getting better. I was like, yo, I'm trying to go in and like start as a freshman. I was like, I think, you know, if I work really hard, I could make it happen. And so was lifting every day, was working on basketball every day, was like maintaining my size that I had, was like actually getting stronger. I was up to like senior year, I got up to like 155. I was like 5'9, 155. Going into Muskingum, I was like 5'9, like 160, 165. Like I was starting to put on some good size. Anyways, got to Muskingum, got to my freshman year of, of college, and I had I, I hadn't really like partied in high school. I did go to some parties and drank a little bit a couple times, like 
throughout that um throughout like the school year and then like in that summer going into freshman year but like i, I didn't do it a ton a ton like I, I did it maybe once every two to three weeks the summer going into my freshman year of college like i got after it had some fun started drinking at that point in time um but it was basketball was still like the main focus but then once i got to college like it was just party and fun at all times. And I was always like a super social person and enjoyed people and enjoyed, you know, got along with everyone uh, in high school. And so then once I got to college, I was like, yo, this is fun. Like going out all the time. Like I was like, yo, getting drunk is fun. Like it was fun at that point in time. So like I completely took, I like wasn't putting in nearly as much effort into basketball, was sleeping in a lot, wasn't getting in workouts. Uh, got to basketball season that year and like I wasn't playing at all I wasn't playing very well in practice I wasn't doing well whatsoever Um, but at that point because I wasn't playing that much I started like wanting to do something where I could push myself more and I was like basketball right now I'm not having fun with it because like I wasn't playing and that was my fault that I wasn't having fun Granted, the program I was at at Muskingum, respect to my coaches there, it was not a very well-ran program, and anyone that was on that team could attest to that, but um, it just wasn't a good experience basketball-wise. I love the guys I was working with. We have so many funny stories and memories from that time, but uh, it just like wasn't good from a basketball perspective and like productivity standpoint, so I was like, yo, the, the, the uh, kind of mindset I had before, I was like, I need to be getting better with something. Like I, With basketball, like in high school, I was like, all right, I need to be getting better with something kind of day in and day out. And I need something to kind of occupy my time that's productive because I did see the writing on the wall too. I was like, I'm probably not going to keep playing basketball after this year. I was like, we're really bad. The varsity team at Muskingum that year literally did not win a game, went 0-24 or something like that. I was on the JV team and we were pretty damn bad too. We were like 3-2. and 15 or something. I don't know, but I wasn't playing very much on the JV team, let alone varsity. I was like, yo, there's no chance I'm going to keep playing basketball. I was like, I gave it a run. I, I fucked off. I had too much fun doing other stuff, but I was like, I'm not going to keep playing. And so I need something that's going to occupy my time. That's actually productive. Cause I cannot just go throughout life in college, just only partying. I need something to occupy my time. And I did start to like, like lifting a lot more. So I, I had met a couple guys in my college dorm. They were like big kind of in the bodybuilding space. And that was the first time I'd ever been introduced to that. Uh, I had a guy that was like, you know, had protein and creatine and pre-workout in his dorm room. And I had no idea what any of it was about. And uh, I had never done just like a full arm workout before. And he took took me as this guy that played football offensive lineman his name's ben never will forget him and uh, he took me to do an arm workout and i remember like just a pump and like feeling i had my arms so my arms looked a lot bigger while i was doing the lift and i was like yo this is dope and i still had that feeling from uh when i was in when i was in high school and uh like started to notice that i was putting on size and putting on muscle and i was like yo this is like really fly like this is cool as shit like i'm like building muscle and like looking good i'm like yo let's go i was like yeah forget basketball like that was kind of always in the back of my head i was like shit if basketball doesn't work out i'm just gonna start lifting all the time so anyway basketball season got done it was funny because even during basketball season i had those thoughts and i knew i wasn't gonna play in some of these games like i'd play you know maybe five ten minutes a game and um, I would I would go do a full lifting workout like two three hours before the actual game. Like I'd wake up, go eat, go to the gym like at our school, do like a full like hour and a half crazy lifting workout, like upper body, chest, arms, all that stuff. And uh, then I you know suit up for the game, go through warm ups, and um, I was like, yeah, I just I, I'm liking lifting a lot more. So then. Uh, after basketball season got over, I met another guy during that time that was big into the fitness space too. And he, he was like into bodybuilding as well as a personal trainer. 
and he was like, he was like, his name is Josh, Josh McGregor. That's still like, I always have love for him. He like introduced me to understanding what I should focus on with lifting. Like I had never done a proper program before. had never understood like to do shoulders and back and a leg day and all this stuff and all these different exercises that I had never, ever knew existed or thought of. This guy completely introduced me to it. Like he introduced me like how to like push hard in the gym and how to start to push the go up and wait, like just all this different stuff that I had never really like known about before. Again, I'd been lifting weights for like three years before, just like for high school basketball and stuff or even longer than that. But I never really like fully, fully, fully grasped it. Like Amerson, my coaching, uh, lifting coach in high school, he put all that stuff together for me, but I was only lifting with him for, you know, six months. So I didn't really get a chance to fully, fully learn as much and understand it. So Josh, that spring, I remember from like February until like, May. It was like a three month period of time. I was lifting with him like four or five days a week. And I was, it was still when we could eat at the dining hall. So I was just feasting. I was like, yo, I'm trying to get as big as possible. I've always been just small. Um, and before I started lifting with him though, I was doing just like chest and arm workouts and ab workouts. Like I'd spend 30 minutes a day working on my abs and like my body fat wasn't crazy high. So like my abs would like kind of be there, but like, I didn't understand that I needed to like be in a calorie deficit and like protein, anything with nutrition. I didn't understand that. I just thought like, Oh, you do ab workouts. You start to see your abs popping more. And then I was like, yo, I want my arms and my chest to be big. Like I want big, like beach muscles. So I just alternate no bullshit for like a month. I alternated between a chest day and an arm day. Didn't do any shoulders, didn't do any back, didn't do any legs. I remember the first time I did a leg day, I did three sets of 10 squats with 135 pounds. When I tell you I could not walk for two weeks, I was walking like a penguin. I was hobbling around for a for a week at least, and I was still sore for another week. It was ridiculous. I was like, all right, we got to change this. So Josh, shout out to him. He introduced me to like what lifting actually was. I spent those three months just like eating a good amount. Uh, he started to teach me to like that I needed to get in protein. So I was like focusing on protein with every meal. And um then, I, then after we left, he like kind of gave me an idea of what I should be doing. And I started to do way more research on my own. And I was like, all right, I started to put on some size, but I was like, I want to get my abs like popping. Like I want to be like ripped up. I was like 185 at this point in time, had not a ton of body fat, but I had more body fat than I would like. But I was like, I, I had put on some muscle. Like I was, I'd put on a good amount of muscle at that point in time. Uh, but I was like, I want to get super ripped up. And so that summer, going into my sophomore year of college, I knew I was going to be transferring, done playing basketball. So I just took so much time to learn about nutrition and learn about workouts. And I went from like 185, got down to like 160, but like I held on to a lot of muscle and it was like crazy lean. Like still to this day, that might be one of the leanest times I've ever been because I was just like so dedicated and doing whatever like nutrition like there's a lot of like myths I believed at that point too like I wouldn't eat after 7 p.m. like didn't matter how hungry I was I was like oh if I eat after 7 it's gonna turn into fat no matter I I didn't understand like just like total calories and calorie deficit I was just like oh if I eat after 7 it's gonna turn into fat so like I wouldn't eat after 7 there's times where I'd be like honestly it's just like super fucking hungry, but like would not eat. Cause I was like, Nope, non-negotiable. It's going to turn into fat. I can't do it. And, um, I, I was focusing on like getting in plenty of protein, doing cardio, lifting like six days a week, had a really structured program, was learning a lot, got super ripped. And then I was like 160 and like ripped as hell. And then I started getting into like the bodybuilding side of things. I was like, Oh, like I'm trying to get like super, super jacked. And all throughout this time, honestly, it wasn't even necessarily to get girls and like try to get women. It was like solely because I just wanted something to like be pushing myself towards. And like, I needed something that was like process driven and like lifting at that point in time was it. Like when I was starting to like eat more food and, um, 
well, when I was trying to get leaner, I was like, oh, like every week I'd like notice that I was getting a little bit leaner and like would see progress there and like scale weight would start going down and I would start to see my abs more and more. So that was like the cool thing where I was like working towards this, uh, this, this, uh, this goal of like having my abs like popping and being really lean. And then, um, after that, I was like, yo, I'm trying to put on as much size and muscle as possible. I was like, I've been skinny my entire life. Like granted, I put on a lot more muscle lately, but I was like, I'm trying to put on as much size as possible. So I ended up transferring schools from Muskingum, stopped playing basketball, ended up transferring to a high university and a uh, high university down in Athens, Ohio. It's like a big party school, but like just a beautiful campus. I had a lot of friends down there. And um, I pretty much was like, all right, I'm going to enjoy college and I'm going to try to put on as much muscle and size as possible. And during those three years that I was at OU was like the most like transcendent times and where I learned the most about fitness. Like I actually got my degree in finance, but I spent no exaggeration all of my time researching workouts, researching nutrition, spending my time doing like two hour workouts every single day. I worked at the gym, like my entire life was fitness. I always tell people like I got my degree in finance and I did the bare minimum to get like a 3.0 in finance classes. Like I would study as much as I could before exams and, you know, do the work, whatever. But like, I didn't care about it. And uh, I would spend all my time, but I got, I got my degree in finance, but I majored in learning how to like lose fat and build muscle. Like that was my sole thing. I was like, I want to learn as much as possible about this. Cause I was super interested in like, just passionate about it. I was like, yo, this is dope. Like how our body works, like how, you know, you need to get in this amount of protein, like how macros work, how total calories work, like what actually leads to progress losing fat. And I started to realize like there was just so much like bullshit in the fitness industry at that point in time. Like once I actually started to research it and like, um, get a lot of different perspectives. Obviously, there's a lot of different people that have different perspectives on, you know, fitness and there's different people trying to sell different things, like whether it be like keto type of stuff or like intermittent fasting. And I was like, well, there has to be some like common denominator here of like what leads to progress. Like I just always would like research stuff and, you know, came across certain people that were really helpful. Um, I think like, uh, like Jeff Nippert, he was really good on YouTube, like Alan Aragon, like different guys that had like researched a lot of stuff. But I also was like really big into like the big, like YouTube bodybuilder type of guy. So like Mike Rasheed and CT Fletcher and like Chris Jones and Matt Ogus, like I was super into learning about everything from them and seeing all the workouts they would do. So I was like trying to get super jacked, but also just like understand how all of it works in those three years at, at Ohio university, just like spending so much of my time learning, like I definitely definitely went and partied for sure. But like, I, I didn't party a ton, a ton as much as other people did at OU. Like a lot of my time really was just spent on like working and then, um, and then just like learning as much as possible about fitness. And like, that was my main goal is like trying to get as big and as strong as possible. So anyway, I, uh, I just loved the process of it. Again, it wasn't necessarily to get girls. I had a girlfriend for about two years during that stretch of time. Um, but it wasn't like, that was my main, main thing. I got, again, I'd go out, talk to girls, all that kind of stuff. But like fitness, it, the purpose of fitness for me at that point wasn't to get girls. It was like, because I just loved it and wanted to improve myself. And so learned a lot. And also I realized too, at that point, like no one really talked about how to balance like going out and drinking with also like working out in fitness goals. Like it was so weird to me that like we all like in college, everyone goes out and drinks and people would still go to the gym, but you just never heard anyone talking about like how to do both and how to balance out both. And like, I, I would see guys, like some of my friends would be like super ripped and they'd be in the gym, but they'd be out like going out four or five nights a week. And I was like, yo, how is this possible? Like, yes, genetics play a role, but there also has to be like a reason why they're able to do that. 
And so I, I was like, yo, I'm trying to figure this out because I think this would be super helpful for anyone in any, at any level of fitness, not just people in college, like people that were working full-time jobs and going out and traveling and like, you know, going out for nice dinners and stuff like that. Like, how do you balance out doing all those things of life, but also make progress with fitness goals? So that was like kind of something that I just was intrigued about. And so throughout college, I ended up bulking up from like 160 pounds in 2013, all the way up to 228 pounds. I was a bowling ball. I was like, I wasn't fat, but I was like fat swole for sure. Like I probably was 25, 26% body fat, um, was super jacked. Like was, I think like most I deadlift, it was like 500 pounds, um, which honestly isn't that much for how much I weighed. Like it's still 500 pounds, 500 pounds, but it wasn't that much for how much I weighed. But I was like, I was like squatting like 365 for sets of 10. Um, I was benching like 225 for sets of like 20. Like I was, I was, I was on some shit. Like I was, I was, I was, I was pretty damn strong. Uh, and then anyway, I ended up like going in, it was my, my senior year of college. I was like, all right, I'm like pretty big right now. Let me cut down and see like what I can look like and what I will look like. So I did this whole like fat loss phase and implemented all the stuff I learned. Cause before I'd done a fat loss phase and like, I just did it based on all these like random rules that I thought you had to do, like get in a lot of protein, don't eat after seven, like cut back on carbs, no carbs, like all this kind of random stuff. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I had researched a lot and I was like, all right, it's time to like implement this and see if this actually works. So I started tracking my calories, tracking protein, uh, focusing on that and uh, hitting those goals. And like, lo and behold, literally like three months, I w- it was a pretty ad- aggressive like calorie deficit that I was on looking back on it. But I went from like 230 down to like 185 in a matter of, I don't know, probably four months, which is obviously a, a losing a lot of weight pretty quickly, I think. Like I wouldn't do that now. It probably should have been like a six month process, but I was just so like excited about making progress that, you know, I was attacking it as best and as much as I could and like got down to 185, abs were popping, um, you know, maintained a good amount of strength, was in a really good place. And uh, so I was like super pumped about that. And then I had graduated or actually it was, it was that summer. Um, uh, it was summer going into, I, I spent an extra year in college or a half a year in college. Cause when I transferred, so my credits didn't transfer over. So I still needed to be at, at, at OU, um, uh, for a little bit more time. And so I ended up going, uh, I ended up going, uh, back to OU for a semester and I like started to eat a little bit more cause I wanted to put on a little bit more size anyway, graduated college. And then I was working my first full-time job out of college. I, you know, I was still in pretty good shape, still loved fitness, but I ended up getting a finance job cause I was just like, Oh, I don't think fitness is like a relatively like realistic route for me to go. Uh, as far as like making a full-time salary and a full-time job, uh, I just didn't think there was that much money in it. I didn't think it was the route for me to go. I was like, Oh, I got to stick get a corporate job, stay there. So ended up getting a finance job when I graduated. It was like this insurance finance sales job that was just absolutely fucking terrible. Um, it was like commission based. It was, it was rough. It was terrible. And, um, I I was like, had no money. I was super broke. Uh, girlfriend that I was with at the time was still at OU and in school. And so I didn't get to see her that much. And then we ended up breaking up. So like, I was just like depressed because I had this job that sucked, was just got out of a long-term relationship. And I was just like eating super shitty because I didn't have any money. And like, there was no dining hall. There's no nothing. I'd eating like Wendy's like four for four all the time. Just like not, and, and I wasn't working out as much. And then too, cause I was just like going through it struggling. And, um, 
after me and her broke up, I and after I ended up inevitably quitting that job, I was like, yo, I, I suck at it. Like, I didn't want to do sales like that. And it just wasn't what I would wanted. I was like, I need something to kind of push myself. And so I always kind of like wanted to do bodybuilding kind of like that. So I was like, yo, I'm going to prep for a bodybuilding show. I was like, I'm confident in my knowledge about fitness and nutrition. I'm going to prep for a bodybuilding show. So I ended up doing, um, I ended up prepping. I was, I was at this point in time, it was, it was March of 2017. Uh, I had, you know, again, gone through this breakup, was in this shitty job. I'd found a new job, but I wasn't going to start until June. Um, so I was like, yo, I need something to really push myself and not be like in this super depressed, just like shitty mindset and mode. So I was like, I'm going to prep for the show. I found a natural bodybuilding show, like men's physique show that was going to be in Columbus, Ohio, next to where I lived in August of that year. So I was like, yo, I have five months to get in the best shape I ever could be in. So I started a whole fat loss phase doing, implementing what I did. I prepped myself. Um, long story short, ended up getting in really, really fucking good shape. Like the leanest I've ever been. I was down to like 165, 160 again, but I had on a lot more muscle. Uh, I ended up getting second in that show, just like prepping myself. And um, I ended up like finally having a job that was like paying an actual salary. Like life was good. And then I, I just still was like, yo, I feel like I can help more people with this fitness stuff. It was like fall of 2017. I was like, yo, I'm not really liking this new finance job. Like it's cool because I have a salary and everything. And like, it's better than the previous job. But like, I'd leave the, I'd work out before work every day. And I was like, I feel like my calling is in fitness. Like, I feel like I need to be doing fitness stuff. And I was like, you know, working on my fitness goals, working out five days a week, getting bigger, getting stronger again, staying lean, implementing all this stuff I knew. But again, I was like traveling now, now that I was starting to make some money and going out and like still staying in shape. And I was like, yo, no one talks about this. Like, why does no one talk about how to balance out life with fitness? And so I had dated a girl that um, was an online fitness coach. And I was like, what does that even mean? She explained it to me. And I kind of had that in the back of my head. So it got to be winter, uh, January of 2018. And I was listening to this podcast, and I'm going to talk about this in another podcast uh, more in depth that I put out about like how I got into coaching and how it all started. But anyways, I got this idea that I wanted to start doing online fitness coaching too. And um, I started putting out just content on social media about like how to make progress with fitness goals. Long story short, started to coach people. I ended up quitting my finance job. But then I didn't realize kind of going into that point in time, like how I, I, I knew how to work hard and I was very process driven based on basketball and based on lifting before, but like, I didn't realize how much work went into building a business and like how much kind of self doubt you have and how much you have to persevere during those tough times. So the first two years I was running my online fitness business, it was in a decent spot. Like I had, I had started posting on social media and people knew that I was like a fitness guy into fitness, knew what I was doing. So I had like friends, family, certain people reach out just based on that. And they wanted fitness coaching from me, which was fantastic. And I ended up like being able to replace my, my income that I was making from my finance job. And so that's, that's how I was able to quit and just do fitness full time. Um, it was because I ended up, you know, getting to a point pretty quickly where in a matter of, you know, four or five months where I was like replacing what I was making from my finance job income wise with fitness coaching, but I wanted to keep like growing and expanding. And I'm just so process driven that like when I was hit a, hit a stance though with fitness coaching and my personal brand, when I was posting on social media, I was like, yo, I got to put more effort into this. And at that point in time, like my own personal fitness goals had to take a back seat. And that was like one of the toughest things I had to do at that point in time. This was like 2018, 2019. Um, I, I was in Columbus and then I ended up moving into LA. That's a whole other story, but I ended up moving into LA 
And um, my fitness goals took a backseat. I, I was putting way more time towards business, towards putting out social media content. I wasn't working as hard on my fitness goals. I was still working out four days a week, four or five days a week for a period of time. Um, and then I just knew I needed to put effort towards business because that was obviously what I what my priority was. And so, you know, business did start to grow. Like I said, I got on TikTok and, and you know, my brand started to grow more and more. Uh, and then COVID happened and the pandemic happened and all the gyms in LA shut down. And, um, I couldn't, all I could do was home workouts. I found, I had like a band and I had, you know, a pull-up bar and I would, could do push-ups. And I had like, literally I would have random things for weights. This was 2020. And so like I had maintained fitness progress pretty well at that point. But again, the business side of it was like the main priority. And still, even then that's when TikTok was really, really in its heyday of like, if you posted anything, you would grow. So I was trying to maximize that. I also was like in a relationship at the time and I was trying to balance out all these different things. I was trying to balance out, um, you know, building my business as the main priority, a relationship and trying to figure out how to navigate that, how to make time for that, how to still make time for myself and my fitness goals. And I ended up getting to a point where I was working out two, three days a week. Like it just wasn't much because I was trying to learn how to balance everything and I just couldn't focus on my own goals as much. So I like ended up losing not a lot of muscle. Like I knew, I knew every, like I, I was super knowledgeable about fitness and knew to still get in plenty of protein and, you know, the bare minimum to kind of maintain muscle, but just not putting in as much effort into fitness as I would have, would have liked to. And so from 2020 until probably until I moved to Florida in 20, uh, 2021, like May of last year, um, that's when I like really started to put effort back into fitness. So during that point in time, and I think this is something to keep in mind, like you're not always going to be able to put a ton of effort into fitness and be able to make progress. And even during those times where you're trying to figure out other parts of life, um, maintaining your progress during that point in time is still a win. Like I think people always like kind of struggle with, um, you know, wanting to make progress and if scale weight isn't going down or they're not changing their body positively, then, um, you know, it's a failure, but like, you got to think if you make progress and maintain it, especially during those tough times where you're like learning more about life and yourself, that's a hell of a win. And one, one thing that was like a big learning lesson for me. And I know like even further in life when, like as I'm continuing to build different businesses and as I, you know, have a girlfriend and eventually as I have kids, like I know that fitness is not always going to be able to be the main, 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 main priority. And that's okay. Even if I'm like doing the things to maintain progress. And so from that period of time was just maintaining kind of lost a little bit of size. And then finally, when I moved to Florida, um, I, I, again, during the time in LA, like I was able to get back in the gym and some gyms opened back up and I was started able to go a little bit more and kind of build back up some muscle, but it still was just like business was the main priority. And again, trying to balance out relationships and just learn how to balance out life. Uh, that was one thing. Then I moved to Florida in May of 2018 or 2021. And, uh, it was the first time when, uh, I had like built my business up a little bit more where like things were actually open. Florida was like completely open, like bars and everything were open. California, things were not during the pandemic. So I got down here and I was like going out a lot more while also still trying to build my business and work on that. Um, and so fitness goals, I was working on them more because I had like a gym in my apartment that was open could work on, you know, work on getting lifts in more often, but like I wasn't getting as much sleep. I was drinking like two, three days a week, like just wasn't, you know, overly, overly focused on fitness still as much as I could have and would like to be. Um, but again, it was all like I, I, all those different times. It was like a learning lesson for me of being like, all right, I'm still working on fitness during this time when like I'm going out more. I'm still building my business, trying to learn how to balance life out. And so like looking back, that was a big time win. And then so, you know, I was down, I was down here for seven, eight months going out a lot more often. 
And uh, this was just, I mean, at this point ago, this is eight months ago. This is late 2021. Still working on fitness, still trying to make some progress, but like wasn't pushing as much as I could have. And then beginning of 2022, I was like, all right, Pat, like you've gone through all these different experiences. You've built your business. You've gone out a lot. You've kind of lived that life again. Like obviously I went out in college a lot. And then I had a period of time here where I was going out a lot, just kind of dealing with different stuff. And um, I was like, it's time to make fitness a priority again and really, really hammer home with it. So beginning of this year, I was like, all right, I'm going to, I have these different like strength goals. I want to hit with squats, deadlifts. I want to get leaner. I want to get six pack fully back again. And like, since the beginning of this year, I've like really, really pushed myself with my fitness goals. The last like two or three months have been a little bit tricky. I'd like gotten sick. Um, and then I, I've been like working on different businesses that I'm building, but like throughout that time, this is like to, to, to now, this is probably the strongest and like best that I've looked, um, in most muscle I've been able to like hold on to and maintain. It's like, I'm only drinking maybe once every two weeks, um, getting like six, six plus hours of sleep a night, focusing on like the main lifts I need to, um, you know, not way overeating at different times, better relationship with food. Uh, and, and honestly, so much of that was just from all these different points of, of time where I like learned so much. And I was like, if I can maintain during that time, then when I actually am more like centered and focused and intentional with fitness, like I can start to make a lot more progress again. So, um, it, it's crazy just the different steps throughout the journey that you take and like how, you know, you ideally you want to keep getting better and better and better. Um, but the most important thing that I've learned is like with fitness, as long as you're staying consistent, it's a part of your life. And the times when you do want to make progress, you're trying to incrementally get better, uh, and make it a priority, then that's fantastic. But just like putting in consistent effort allows you to make progress and maintain progress. Uh, and I think oftentimes the biggest reason why, um, you know, why people don't make progress is because they, they aren't consistent during those times where it's tough and you don't have to be perfect during that time. You just need to overall be consistent. Like during periods of time, I was only getting in two, three workouts a week. That's fine. Um, my nutrition wasn't always on point. I would stress eat. I would get drunk food. Like I'd be all over the place, but like I would try to still work in like healthier meals, quote unquote, you know, most of the time. Uh, and it allowed me to be in a better place mentally. Cause like I felt good. I wasn't gaining a bunch of extra weight. I was still maintaining pretty well. Uh, and then even now with my business and just like how I feel mentally, like that's honestly one of the main reasons I work out. I love how I look right now. Like abs are popping. Um, I'm strong, like have some muscle. I like how I look. Um, but just for me and my life and like my business and the goals I have for myself, like I need to be the best version of me mentally. And so much of that is putting in, taking action every single day with my fitness goals and following through with that. Cause that gives me confidence both because, you know, I like how I look, but also most importantly, because I'm following through and doing something that's challenging every single day. And so I feel like if you approach fitness from one, a couple of different standpoints along your journey is like one, obviously your main health is the, is, you know, the priority. And I'm, I'm so happy that fitness has became a passion of mine and was from, you know, really to be a younger age and it was a part of my life because like you got to be healthy to live your best and fullest life possible and live as long as possible knock on wood as long as nothing crazy happens uh, but also just like the mental side of it too like when you're taking action with fitness goals you're so much more confident you feel so much better um, you you realize how capable you are as a person and able to kind of push yourself and you realize how much you really can balance out in life if you are intentional with it and like the lessons that I've learned throughout this whole fitness journey throughout every single stage of it from when I started just being super process driven and knowing the hard work really does pay off and it's not going to happen overnight uh, to, to getting to a point where I was like, all right, I have these set goals and I want to be super intentional.
intentional with it. And I want to, you know, kind of push myself past my limits of being the super skinny kid and be actually like a guy that, you know, has a good amount of size and is really strong, was able to do that, um, was able to balance out fitness while working on a business and, you know, going through crazy different relationships and uh, just learning about, you know, myself and learning about other people. Like I, I, I like value fitness so much because it's been the consistent part of my life that I'm able to work on myself and it's a reflection of who I am as a person. Uh, and so like up to today, like, I, you know, every stage of life is different. I don't know what tomorrow holds. I have a good idea. I know that I'm building these different businesses within the fitness space and, you know, have a girlfriend and eventually want to get married, have kids, all that kind of stuff. But like, I know that as long as fitness is a consistent part of my life um, and it's a part of my journey and knowing that it's an everlasting journey and not just a short term destination, then I'm going to be in a lot better place mentally uh, and obviously physically because of that. So it's been a hell of a ride. I, I, like I said, I've been working out that, that, you know, when I first started, it was 2007, it's 2015 or 2022 now. So 15 years. Uh, fitness has been a big part of my life during that time. It's my main, main passion. That's why I post about it so often. It's because I know how much it has impacted me and I know how much it can impact other people. That's why I do it as my business. It's why it's like my main, main, main thing I, you know, want to really strive to keep doing. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to share my own personal journey. I'm excited for you on your journey. Uh, this podcast moving forward, I'm going to wrap up it now, but podcast moving forward is going to be talking a lot about um, ways to help you with your fitness journey, not so much about me and what's going on with me. I will share that from time to time, but my goal is to help you as best as much as possible. But uh, for this inaugural episode, initial episode, getting rocking again, I wanted to share uh, just my journey and you know how I kind of got to this point, uh, just fitness wise for myself and uh, excited to share it with you. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you being here. Um, I'm gonna wrap it up now, but let me know if you got any questions, like the podcast. I don't even know how this works. I'm just posting it and uh, we're rocking and rolling every week and posting a new podcast every week. But I so much appreciate it if you're still listening. Uh, you are a real one to the fullest. Love you. Uh, make it a great rest of the day, week, everything. And uh, until next week, I will uh, talk to you soon. Much love, peace and blessings.